0: What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Pompliano, and this is The Joe Pomp Show. Planet Fitness has caught a lot of crap over the years for its Pizza Mondays and Bagel Tuesdays, and even the Lunk Alarm. But the gym chain is a behemoth, boasting over 2,500 locations and 18 million members around the world. So today's podcast is going to break down the business behind Planet Fitness, including how they strategically acquire large gym spaces and why their pricing hasn't changed in nearly 30 years. This is a fascinating case study, and I think you're going to love it, so let's get right into it. The easiest way to explain Planet Fitness is that it's not a regular gym. There are no group fitness classes, you won't find a sauna or steam room in the locker room, don't expect to swim laps in a pool, and the free pizza and bagels might even make it more challenging to lose weight at the gym. But this uniqueness is precisely what makes Planet Fitness a $6 billion brand today. So much of the gym industry focuses on getting fit people fitter, niching down into specialized gyms or bodybuilding locations. And that's where Planet Fitness has found its own lane. The 31-year-old brand has 2,500 locations today, including one in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, Canada, Panama, Mexico, and Australia. And they brought in nearly $1 billion in revenue last year alone. That's a 60% increase year over year. But to really understand the Planet Fitness story, we need to go all the way back to 1992. There were two brothers named Michael and Mark Grandal. And they grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and wanted to start a business together. They went around looking at a bunch of different industries and eventually settled on one idea specifically around the gym space. Now, their idea was pretty simple. They thought that the gym space was backwards that everyone was concentrating on gold ship and other places like that that were built specifically for bodybuilding. When in reality, they should have been focused on getting first timers acclimated to the fitness space. So the Grandal brothers went out and they bought a struggling gold gym in Dover, New Hampshire. Now, Dover had 28,000 people at the time, but only 15% of the population there, call it 4,200 people, belonged to a gym. And there was plenty of competition. Again, they bought a struggling gold gym from someone who wasn't making any money. So the Grundahl brothers tested everything they could. I'm talking about adding aerobics instructor, child daycare, switching up the payment plans to allow people to pay years in advance. They gave in to state-of-the-art bodybuilding equipment and said, hey, maybe if our equipment's the best, people will come here. And it like teetered along for a few years. They were actually able to open up one or two other gyms, but it wasn't super successful. It was kind of a business that was making a little bit of money each year, and they were just reinvesting those profits every single year into new gyms. But the real shift with Planet Fitness came with their fourth gym in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Now, Michael and Mark were running the previous few gyms and they had a guy working for them at the time named Chris Rondeau. He is now or became the CEO of Planet Fitness. But at the time, he was just working as a gym manager. He was literally working the front desk. And what they realized was at the first three locations, their phones were constantly buzzing with problems. And there's a direct quote from, I believe it's Mark Rondall, where he's like, one kid bit another kid in daycare. The aerobics instructor didn't show up. Everyone's freaking out. People are calling me. I can't handle it. Right. And what they realized was that this wasn't a sustainable model to grow in the long term. So they literally went back to the drawing board and they reinvented what a gym could be. They just reimagined literally what the gym could be from a first principles perspective. And they made a bunch of changes with gym number four. So gym number four, they removed all of the heavyweights. They took out the heavy, the heaviest weights in the gym, threw them out, took them out. They then introduced the judgment-free zone, effectively kicking out bodybuilders and softening the image of the gym. They then ditched group classes, right? So they said aerobics instructors go home. We're no longer to, going to be doing group classes. They got rid of the juice bar, right? You're not gonna be buying smoothies made to order anymore here. They got rid of the childcare facilities, no more babysitting, anything like that. And they filled the gym. Filled the gym to the brim with nothing but equipment. Treadmills, weight machines, anything you could possibly find that should belong in a gym, filled to the brim in the gym. No saunas, no steam rooms, no pools, no juice bars, no group classes, no childcare facilities. Bare bones. And then last but not least, they opened the gym 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So they said, we're never going to be closed. You can come here, you're going to be able to work out. It's not going to be this super nice, you know, super expensive thing where you come in, you're swimming, you're going to the sauna, whatever it is. But we're open 24-7 and it's filled to the brim with gym equipment. You're going to have a seat. You're going to be able to work out. All of that was important, but still, the real game changer was the price. That's because by getting rid of all the fluff, typically associated with gym memberships, again, groups, classes, smoothie bars, sauna, steam rooms, et cetera, Planet Fitness was able to drop its price to just $10 a month. Again, They got rid of everything that was bloated and causing expenses to skyrocket for the gym, and they were able to get the price down for its customers to $10 a month. This was like nothing else seen in the fitness industry at the time, and this location in New Hampshire eventually became the template for all Planet Fitness locations worldwide. Now, fast forward to today. Planet Fitness is a behemoth, like I said. They run a franchise model now, which is a little bit different from the model we just spoke about but they have nearly 2,500 global locations and about 20 million members. And the company itself is generating $1 billion in annual revenue, which is 60% increase year over year. And Planet Fitness, it's a public company, so you can go look up all their financials. They've seen their market cap triple from $1.5 billion to $6 billion since their IPO in 2015. So over the last eight years, call it, their market cap has tripled from $1.5 billion to $5.9 billion. So if we just look at Planet Fitness by the numbers, a quick overview before we get into the details. The company was founded in 1992. They have about 2,500 locations globally today. Most of them are obviously within the United States. In 2022, they did nearly a billion dollars in revenue, which was a 60% year-over-year increase. Net income, they did 110 million, which was a 140% year-over-year increase. And their current market cap is about $6 billion. Now, that's all fine and well, great, amazing. But to understand Planet Fitness's success, we have to understand their strategy. Now, Planet Fitness has charged $10 per month for its gym membership since the mid-1990s. The price has literally not changed. $10 a month, any of their locations, you go there, that's what your fee is. You can cancel at any time without a fee. They literally make it as easy as possible. Maybe you got to drive in there, right, get someone on the phone, whatever it is. But you can cancel without a fee, $10 a month for the gym membership. And based on inflation alone, that $10 a month price should be at least, according to CPI, which sometimes, you know, isn't as accurate, should be at least $22 a month today, right? So it should be more than double what they're actually charging. And at $10 a month, this is 80% cheaper than the average gym in the United States, which charges about $50 per month and 94% cheaper than the entry level membership at a boutique or kind of like luxury gym like Equinox, which charges $160 a month for its base level membership. Now, Planet Fitness can do this because, number one, they sign cheap lease agreements with large retail locations that are struggling. I'm talking about Toys R Us, Circuit City, et cetera, right? They go to these businesses that are struggling, that have massive retail footprints, and they buy out their leases, they buy up the real estate, whatever it is, and they get these cheap spots that are massive. And then what they do, number two, which is very, very, very smart, is they intentionally target the 80% of Americans that don't have a gym membership today, right? So they know 20% of Americans right off the bat care about fitness. They're going to the gym. They already have a gym membership. They don't care about those people. Planet Fitness does not want them in their gym. They're specifically focusing on the 80% of people that don't have a gym membership in the United States today. And the reason for this is simple. The $10 price point is perfect for these people, and I'll explain why. All right, everyone, a quick interruption from today's episode to talk about our sponsor, Hyperice. So HyperAce is one of the fastest growing companies in sports. You've probably seen their products by now, but they are the official recovery technology partner of the NBA, MLB, PGA Tour, and UFC. And a bunch of different athletes all around the world are using their stuff, like Patrick Mahomes, Erling Haaland, people like that. Now, I'm super pumped about this partnership for one reason. I've been using Hyperice products for years. I use their massage gun and their heated back wrap several times each week. Anytime I have a tough workout or my back's hurting me a little bit, I throw it on and it is a game changer for my health and wellness. I think the coolest part for me personally is that I can use the same stuff that professional athletes are using. The same thing that Patrick Mahomes uses on the sideline to loosen up his muscles, I can use at home. The same thing Erlen Holland uses on his back to loosen it up before bed, I can use at home. I think that's absolutely incredible and I highly recommend their stuff. So. The best part is they are giving all of you, my podcast listeners, 15% off your order. So start recovering like a professional athlete today. Go to hyperice.com and use code Joe15 for 15% off your order. That's Joe, J-O-E, 15, all caps at hyperice.com. 15% off your order. Let's get back to today's episode. Number one, it's affordable, right? So they're willing to pay the $10. It's affordable enough to get them in the door to commit to the membership, but it's cheap enough where no one cancels, right? If you're getting free pizza, if you're getting bagels, you can convince yourself in your mind that that's worth $10 a month all by itself. There's showers, right? Some people I know have a Planet Fitness membership and they specifically have it because they travel enough and they know that if they go to a Planet Fitness, there's gonna be a shower there, they can get a workout and they can shower. It's 10 to $25 a month, depending on their level of membership. And that's why they have it, right? So it's cheap enough to where you're able to do that without worrying about it too much. Would you do that with an Equinox membership that could be one hundred and sixty? dollars or even $500 a month, depending on your level of membership? Probably not. Most people wouldn't be willing to do that. But secondly, Planet Fitness is able to charge $10 a month because their their gyms, I just told you about the size of them, right? They're typically these massive locations that they're buying from Toys R Us, Circuit City, or whatever. They're able to significantly oversell their available inventory, aka gym space, right? So they have a gym space that could maybe fit a couple thousand people. They'll sell out 7,500 people they'll sign up 7,500 people to those gyms. Again, the average Planet Fitness gym is about 20,000 square feet and has 7,500 members. Now, of course, there's no realistic way to fit that many people into the gym. Planet Fitness isn't the only business that operates on this model. Basically, any membership community that you have to show up in person operates on this model. We're talking country clubs, whatever it is, but they overdo it. 7,500 members in a 20,000 square foot space, they do this because they know, based on the data that they have over the last three decades, that the average Planet Fitness member only goes to the gym five to six times per month, right? So we're essentially talking maybe once to twice a week, they go to the gym, and 60% of Planet Fitness members don't go to the gym for a 30-day period, right? So they say most, right? This is the direct quote from Planet Fitness. They say most of their members only go to the gym five to six times per month, and 60% of their members Don't go to the gym for a 30-day period. Now, what happens when you get in the door? This is where it gets interesting from a Planet Fitness perspective. They already hooked you, right? $10 a month, they're going after the 80% of Americans that don't have a gym membership. They get these super cheap leases or these real estate deals because of these huge retail spaces that are going out. They outfit them. This is a franchise, right? Remember, so you're paying them fees and all this other stuff. But then when you get in the door, Planet Fitness convinces 60% of its members right? So the 60% of members that go to the gym, or, or we we'll call it like 40 to 50% of the members that go to the gym, a large percent, almost all of those people are upgrading at one point or another to a black car. And a black car to Planet Fitness is pretty simple. You pay $25 per month instead of $10 per month, and you get access to a whole host of other stuff. We're talking about, you know, there's like tanning beds, there's massage chairs. You obviously get access to other locations and things like that. But the point I want to talk about here is 60% of their members end up signing up for a black card. So you're getting people in the door by getting them in cheaply with $10 a month price point when they could be paying $50 or $150 or whatever it is. And then you're like, hey, just for another $15, you can get access to every single gym. You can use that tanning bed over there. You can use the massage chair. You can use all our other stuff. And 60% of the members are signing up for that. But still, that's not all. The franchise model is what really makes Planet Fitness unique and what really makes their business run, if you really think about it. So Planet Fitness, the easiest way to think about Planet Fitness is... They actually only own about 150 of the 2,500 locations themselves. And the reason for this is quite simple. It actually was only 50 locations a few years ago, but then they bought another business called Sunshine Fitness, which was a franchise operator of more than 100 Planet Fitness locations. They paid about $800 million on that deal in 2022, last year. So now they run about, call it 150 or maybe 200 locations. Still, that's a relatively small portion out of the 2,500 locations that they have. Now, the rest of these locations are sold to franchisees that are paying anywhere between on the low end, like $1.5 million to get everything up and running. We're talking you know, everything from the lease, the equipment, the marketing, you know everything required to get up and running. The low end, $1.5 million, the high end, about $5 million in setup costs. Now, a mix of people own these locations. It's individuals, it's family offices, it could be a group of people. A lot of them are actually owned by private equity funds now. And what they do is they're essentially providing Planet Fitness with a steady revenue stream, a monthly revenue stream that consists of a couple of different variables. Number one is royalties. These gyms are paying 7% of total gross membership revenue on a monthly and an annual basis back to the parent company of Planet Fitness. They're paying national marketing fees. And another huge one is they're even paying for Planet Fitness branded equipment, right? So if you go to these facilities, they all look the same. I think what Planet Fitness calls it is the Big Mac. And essentially what the thinking is, is when you go get a Big Mac at McDonald's, you know exactly what to expect. I don't care if you buy it in New York, Florida, California, Montana, Texas, Oklahoma, wherever. You buy a Big Mac in the United States at a McDonald's, you know exactly what you're going to be getting, and you're not going to be disappointed. You're not going to be surprised. And that's how they want Planet Fitness to be. They want every single location to look almost identical. They want you to have the same amount of equipment, the same size, everything. And- The reason they're able to do that is because they sell everything to the franchisees, right? So if you just look at their total revenue for last year, I said they did nearly a billion dollars. They ended up doing $936 million in revenue last year. It's pretty evenly split between a bunch of different things. The first category would be franchise revenue, which is the 7% that I just told you guys about. That's $271 million last year of total revenue. So again, kind of like we'll call it just just over a fourth, just over 25%, maybe 30% of total revenue again you guys know i don't do public math but 271 out of 936 probably pretty close there next category would be corporate owned store revenue so these are the locations that they actually own themselves these businesses are bringing in 380 million dollars in annual revenue right now another big category is the advertising fund they brought in 60 million dollars in revenue from the franchisees last year from a national advertising fund revenue perspective And then another massive category, we're talking about kind of like another 25, 30% of the business is equipment sales. They sold $227 million of equipment last year. Again, this business is only getting bigger. They opened 158 new gyms last year. These people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not a million dollars plus on the equipment. And all of that money is going straight to Planet Fitness. It's a massive business from an equipment perspective. And that's not even accounting for everything else when it comes to gym membership royalties, national marketing fees, corporate-owned stores, et cetera. Now, they've opened these gyms for one specific reason, because they've been able to keep their monthly membership rate at $10. Again, some people think this isn't the right business model, whatever it is. They think they're preying on people who aren't going to the gym. But it very clearly has established a large market and a large percentage of demand for this. Again, there's 80% of Americans do not currently have a gym membership. Planet Fitness is targeting them by saying, just pay us $10 a month, and it's working. Again, they opened 158 new gyms last year alone, and same store sales increased more than 11% last year. So look, the lesson here is pretty simple. Sometimes it pays to think outside the box. Planet Fitness is doing that better than anyone else. They're offering bagels on Tuesday mornings. They're offering pizza on Monday nights. They're charging just $10 a month. They don't have any of the frills that your typical gym might offer when it comes to the locker rooms or the group classes or the smoothie bars, anything you might find at Lifetime Fitness or Equinox or any of these other places. Planet Fitness doesn't care about that, and they have built a massive business out of it, $6 billion. I think it's a super fascinating story, and I hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Please do me a favor. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with at least one of your friends. Help me help you by growing this podcast and getting more people to listen to it. Other than that, I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. We'll be back on Monday and we'll talk soon.